Hi guys, welcome to Self Care Sundays. This is Hannah Naz, and today we have a very special guest, all the way from the UK, the beautiful Choma. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> oh my god, it must be crazy for you at the moment. Blue Therapy just finished recording. I think the last episode just aired last week. Yeah, we've got an aftermath, so like we've got a reunion. Yeah. yeah. Um, that just came out, I believe, two days ago. Yeah, the last part that three, one. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, part three. Yeah, so things yeah. must be like things must be hectic. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Yeah, life's been different actually after blue therapy. Obviously, I'm in a different space, so yeah. that's nice. And yeah, it's just it's kind of good to know one that there's a lot of good people out there. There's people that want the best for others, you know. Because sometimes we just it's all negativity. Like watch the news; it's so depressing. It's been nice. Yeah, that's good to hear. So just for our audience, Troma, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I live in London. I, I don't want to tell my age. and That's kind of a secret. Um, <laughs> I work in finance and I have a clothing line called Chai Collection. And I'm into oh. entertainment for one. Oh, I didn't know that business. about the clothing line. That's good. You learn something yeah. new every day. <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> corporate wear. So people that, for professional women basically because we only have ASOS over here so I just want to fill in the gap yeah yeah that's really nice yeah to do something different so blue therapy literally had viewers around the world glued to their screens I'm not even gonna lie like you had me triggered and screaming at my television (laughs) 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 but you know although the emotions on the show were like really raw and real there's still one question that is on everyone's mind and they want to know, is Blue Therapy scripted? No, it wasn't scripted. We didn't get a script. We just came on set, spoke our truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think it's possible to fake emotions like that. Plus, you know, both couples, like you both seemed way too familiar with each other, you know? Yeah, the way you interacted with each other was familiar, and which is why it was so relatable like to the audience. You know, everyone had certain parts <laughs> that they could relate to, you know, but I'm not sure, to be honest, like if I was in that position, if I would have been as calm and well articulated as you were on the show. So, yeah, you're you're amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think what helps is the fact that I'm not, I don't shy away from being in front of the camera. It doesn't really matter whether it's my personal life or if I'm just on a show. Again, I'm familiar with the people that recorded it. I don't know if you guys know, it's still Trend Central. And I had a purpose for going on the show. So that was one of the reasons that just made me almost like, okay, well, I'm here now. So <laughs> what's the point? You know, yeah. people are still going to get an insight into my life. So I might as well be open to benefit the most from this social experiment. You were with Paul for three years, I think you said. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, in those three years, like you both obviously have gone through a lot together. But like what made you reach, you know, the point where you thought, okay, like clearly what we've been doing isn't working <clears throat> try something else we need to try therapy you know and go on the social experiment it's easy to not notice what's wrong in your relationship when you're both so busy and when you're both when you see each other on weekends like for a short period of time and you're just on the phone it's easier to to kind of turn a blind eye to red flags but when you move in together you start picking up on things that maybe weren't so bad before Mm. and that's kind of what happened to me and I moved in with Paul (laughs) I was like, what did I get myself into? Life wasn't so fun because I guess we had, we were now acting 
let's just say as a married couple, even though that sounds so bad because married people should be happy, but we were, it was boring. It was repetitive. He was dismissive. Do you know what I mean? And I just felt like, what is this? This isn't really the guy that I fell in love with. Do you know what I mean? And what made me take it to therapy was the fact that I felt, I thought he could be different because he was all along. I don't really know if he was, but from what I was seeing from the the small visit over the weekend, I felt like he was very different to how he now was in the house. You think like once you moved in, he was kind of like, okay, I got her now. She's mine. Like, I don't need to do that. I don't need to put in as much effort anymore or care as much anymore. Yeah, I think it was a a fact. He felt like he didn't need to impress me anymore because... I'm seeing everything. Like I see you take a dump in the morning. I see, do you know what I mean? Like, I see you do all these things that you may not have wanted me to see before. And it's like, okay, well, you now you know me. It's what it is, do you know what I mean? And if we're going to be real, I don't want to be stressed trying to maintain this relationship or trying to prove that I'm something when I'm really not. That's how I felt. One thing mm-hmm. I noticed was when I was watching the show that you both seem like completely two different people. Like, how did you manage to stay together so long despite these differences? I didn't take Paul in. I think that's my mistake. Do you know what I mean? In the beginning, he was this person and I just fell in love with that and I ran with that. I didn't really see any negatives in the relationship. And even if I did, I just felt like, okay, it will blow off. Like, this is because maybe we're so far apart or... Again, due to the fact that he is Nigerian, um, Nigerian men can be egotistic and prideful, etc. And I just felt like maybe it, it comes down to trust or it comes down to knowing that I'm not going to leave him at any time. So I always felt like that was going to change. And yeah, my mum will always tell me, don't fall in love with potential. Don't stay with someone because of potential, because whatever they're showing you is how they actually are. And I didn't take that on board. I just, I don't know. And we had family involved, so it was like everyone was kind of telling us, oh, yeah, stay together, you know. Three years is not a joke, man. I'm I'm not young. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I I didn't want to let go. When you're in a long-term relationship, like you either grow apart or you grow together. Yeah. And it's a lot of people do end up growing apart and then they, you know, they end up staying together because of all the time that they've put in or they make that, you know, the difficult decision to to leave. But, like, what I gathered from watching the both of you is that you did initially have a lot in common, you know, and um, and then things change because, you know, people yeah. change over time. And I think that's, yeah. So can I ask, actually, how, how did you both meet? Through a mutual friend. I think we used to turn up at events. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was a mutual friend. He was in my DMs, but it wasn't – everyone knows everyone, especially where I'm from. And he was a familiar face when I met him in person. So I was like, okay, he's cute, whatever. Yeah, like I said, he was very expressive in the beginning. He worked, Paul put in the work. So that's why I was like, okay, I don't know what's changed. I know you want me, but what's happening? But he he, he put in the work, man. Yeah, I remember like there was one thing that really got me and that you said on the show and it was kind of, you're like, I'm here because I'm fighting for the man that he used to be. And it's like, do you think that man can ever come back like if you're in a relationship for other people out there and they're fighting because they want that guy that their partner was originally to return do you think that guy once they change like he can come back to who he used to be that's difficult because some people change due to like unforeseen circumstances and I can't say that 
if you meet someone and they turn out to be completely different, maybe two months down, that they won't be able to revert back. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Some people know, don't put your happiness on the line thinking that, okay, this person's going to change. Some people, it's evident that they, they won't change or they don't even want to. Yeah, I think it's the willingness to want to change that will allow someone to stay. But yeah, no, I'm all for, it doesn't matter what happened to me. I'm all for like fighting for your relationship because nothing's easy. Let's be real. We didn't all grow up with the same mum and dad. Even if we did, we're not, we don't think the same as our siblings. So there's always going to be differences. You just need to work on it, you know? But if it's deteriorated to a point of no return, then don't waste your time. Don't be stupid. Now it takes two to tango. Like, of course, fight for your relationship, but the other person want, like needs to be willing to fight as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing that I noticed as well. Is like you you had different conflict styles. You know, like he, you wanted to talk about the issues and you wanted to resolve them while you had the opportunity, but he seemed like he was very avoidant and defensive. And it's very difficult to get a message across to someone who who's defensive all the time. You know, and everything you brought up was essentially like unresolved in the end because of that. But like, how did you like? How did you actually deal with the conflict outside of the show? Like, was it more of the same thing? Well, we had two sessions. I'm not sure if you're aware because obviously the changing of clothes, but it was just so long. When I left the first time, we didn't speak. I felt drained. I felt like I wasted my time for one. Paul doesn't listen, if that makes sense. Mm. And it's very frustrating because I know that he may or may not actually, he may or may not understand what I'm saying or want to take it as he's in the wrong does that make sense so a lot of the time it's just like oh whatever man I can't be bothered you know and I, I didn't want to carry on our relationship like that because at the end of the day love is patient one but I I'm losing my patience like I'm just I'm looking at you thinking what the who are you and I don't want to be feeling like that especially if I'm going to be with someone long term so we didn't really resolve anything one thing that really triggered me Choma was your relationship with Paul's sister you know, some people are really blessed and have amazing in-laws, but as we all know, sadly, like that's not always the case. What advice would you give to someone that's trying to maintain their relationship, but dealing with their partner's toxic family members? I think I'll say it's quite nice to get to know your partner's family members early on, decipher for yourself whether they're toxic or not, and then stay away. Because allowing them in your life is more difficult to allow something and then to stop it than to never allow it in the first place. Mm. So you can be that snobbish girlfriend as long as you're not disrespectful. As long as you're respectful to his parents, you treat him and them with respect. And I don't know, carry yourself properly. There's nothing they could really say because they don't even know the ins and outs of you. Does that make sense? But if you allow them in and they get to, I don't know, experience your life with you, there's no getting out. There's literally no getting out. You have to, unless you're planning to leave your man or your girl, there's no breaking away from that because it's it's trapping for anyone. I'm an individual coming into a whole family. So they've always got the upper hand on me. Does that make sense? And I'm always in a position to impress. So that is something I made a very, very big mistake. I wanted to impress them. So I allowed, even though I, I picked up in the beginning, that this is a bit weird, but. I just thought, okay, it will change as always, but things won't change. You get in, you get in there, you understand someone, and then you know how to move. You don't have to mingle. It doesn't have to be a happy family. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not mm. dating you. But mm. as much as you try to respect them and like, you know, impress them or whatever, some people just 
if they want to choose hate, they'll choose hate. Or if they want to dislike you, they'll dislike you. But I think, honestly, it's up to your partner to put respect on your name and set boundaries. Yeah, I agree with you, Hannah. Some people are traditional. Does that make sense? I'm traditional. Like, no one's going to come and disrespect my mum. It doesn't matter whether she's wrong. You can't disrespect her. So no one's going to disrespect my mum, regardless of if she's wrong or right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like that respect always has to be given to an elder. But the best you can do is take yourself out of the situation. It's not worth it. You disrespecting them says a lot about you and that will probably impact your partner. I agree. They should set boundaries. They should, if if anything, speak up for you. But it should never really be you fighting tooth and nail with someone's parents or someone's sister or someone's family member. At the end of the day, you're still a third party, even if you're married. That's how I see it. I don't know. Does that make sense? No, I get it. I get it. I have younger brothers, but and as much as I'm protective over them and we're very close, I would never involve myself in their relationship to that extent. I might give them advice if they're in the wrong, if they're going through a difficult time, but at the end of the day, it's their relationship. But some families are way, way too involved. And that kind of freaks me out. Like, you know, when I think about potentially getting married, it's like, oh my God, like, you know, what's what's the relationship with the mom going to be like? What's the relationship with their sister going to be like? And I hope that they give me space. (laughs) That's the only thing we can really hope. It's definitely a make-or-break situation, isn't it, like family members? If you have good in-laws or, you know, your partner's family are good, it can potentially save your marriage or it can potentially break up your marriage. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Was the blue therapy experience what you expected going into it? Even though I did go on to, to solve a lot of things, I didn't necessarily expect I would be so open, but it was like an opportunity I didn't know I really, really needed. I, I felt like, yeah, I needed to take this opportunity, but actually being there was like, oh my God, this is my chance to say this, and this is my chance to say this, this is my chance to actually have a conversation about certain things. I didn't get the ideal outcome, but I'm happy, so it's fine. Yeah, and you looked great in the aftermath episode, by the way. <laughs> you Thank really you. came across as, you know, someone who was at peace and, you know, confident with their decision and just let the bullshit go. So Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. I have actually. I'm living my life free. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it might not be like the outcome you expected, but you probably end up getting or God ends up giving you the outcome that's best for you. So And the support must be crazy. Um, How's that like? How does it feel? It is amazing. Like I said earlier on, I'm happy. I'm in a fantastic space. Um, I'm getting love from left, right and centre. Do you know what I mean? Even though I work a nine to five, there's a lot of business now, let's say, coming from social media, my friends, my family, I think because people maybe didn't necessarily know what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> They're very much more involved. Then, yeah, there's a lot of love from, from online as well. There's just, I didn't expect opportunities to come from this, but it has. Do you know what I mean? So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the experience. One, I'm in a better space. I can find and love someone better. Yeah. And there's a lot more money in my account. So, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm, in, I'm in a better space. Not 100%. So what more can we see from Troma? Like, what can we expect from you in the coming months? So I may or may not be going to Nigeria. 
So yeah, look out for that. I will be in maybe a few shows back home. Definitely starting my own YouTube just to give more of an insight on my life. So lifestyle, and I will be coming out of a show. So I guess God has put me in a position because I've had a lot of people reach out to me just speaking about the fact that, you know, they're, they're going through the same thing or they've been through the same thing or, you know what I mean, like how to come out or I've come out, etc. A lot of people have seen me as someone they could express their lives to. And I feel like I would want to put that on a platform. I don't want to just be replying in my DMs and my emails. Mm-hmm. I want to create something out of it that potentially we can help other people. So, yeah, I am looking to start in a show, my own show. So, yeah, keep an eye out. Yeah, no, I've had a lot of friends say, oh, my God, I've seen myself in Choma. And I think that's why you're so relatable to everyone out there. Yeah, so definitely looking forward to the show. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to be busy. And I'm kind of jealous you get to go to Africa where (laughs) all of our our borders have been closed for the longest time. (laughs) You guys are sort of locked out? Kind of, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Wow. It's insane. But no, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us. I know you're super busy. So thank you for giving us this opportunity to have a conversation with you. Guys, make sure you check out Blue Therapy on YouTube. Make sure you check out The Aftermath as well. I think there's three parts. And make sure you check out Troma's Instagram and also check out our Instagram, Self Care Sundays Pod, Sundays with a Z, and we are out. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>